Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It is May 12th, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins, and with me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. So, um, well, uh, Dolly's got her teeth in, so I guess we can have start the show. <laughs> now we can have coffee and cake. Yay! <laughs> I knew that wasn't. I, I knew I wasn't wrong. Looking at the schedule, where the show schedule says coffee and cake with Dolly Howard. This gotta be it. Why else would I you eat without anyone? my cake? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Old people—they're just so disgusting. Yes, we are. <laughs> That's nothing. You should do that offensive driving test. That'll put you in a good mood. Not. <laughs> you told us about that last time or the time before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it stuck with you because you're still like, oh, my God, it's an awful place to be. That's so blatant. This yeah. is going to happen to you, and this is going to happen to you. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll go kill myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, um, anyway, here we are. What a... What a crazy-ass world. Um, Dolly, you want to talk about what you heard earlier so you don't forget, maybe? <laughs> hold on. He's, hold on. One of them he's doing right now. There. Oh, shoot. I missed it. I Well, I'll try to remember it. Oops. Turn this volume off. There. Mute. Um, so Fauci and Redfield and Han... Okay, and tell people Red- tell people who they are. Han is the uh, FDA. Redford's the CDC, the uh, Center for Disease Control, and of course everybody knows King Fauci. Yes, <laughs> and then the good guy, uh, the good general guy, Doctor. His uh, his name starts with a G. And Brett. So they were on. Three guys, bad, and one guy good. On the Senate hearings to find out more information on the COVID-19 testing. I can say those words, right? I hope. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't worry about it. Okay. So they're on this uh, thing, and it, it's being uh, played on TV, and I, I wanted to watch it because I wanted to hear if anybody had the balls to call them. Oh, if anyone was brave enough to call these bad guys out on their lies. Well, yes, there was. One of them was a uh, Democrat, and this was a Senate committee thing. So uh, they're all senators, of course. I do not remember 
which Democrat it was, because I was talking to my Aussie friend, Mary. She was watching it, too, in Australia. And we we got to uh, doing side chats and laughing and having a good time. So I didn't hear everything that I wanted to hear. But anyway, one of the Democrats called Fauci out on on his lies that, uh, let me try to remember which lie this was. <laughs> Is that volume one or volume two of his lies? <laughs> He's got so many volumes. <laughs> anyway, I think that he called him out on that they're always saying uh, they're moving the time ahead. We, we're not getting out of our houses or quarantines. So uh, he called him on that and he said, other doctors, that's what he said, other doctors are saying you don't need to be quarantined like this. The sick people should be quarantined. The well people don't need to be quarantined. When are you going to finally say that we're not going to be quarantined? And he says something else about the other doctors are saying uh, what you're saying is completely the opposite of what should be being done about these things. The treatments and things. Well, Fauci, of course, uh, got on, well, he was stayed on his high horse and, and just tried to talk huffily and how he would never say anything wrong and yada, yada, yada. So that was done. And then another one that I heard that I liked was Paul. Senator Paul. Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul. Yeah, he's looking really rough. His hairs are all longer and his beard is all rough and scruffy looking. He doesn't look so good. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a Republican that did get the virus and um, is, you know, now over it. But oh. He, he, yeah, he had it. Was he real sick with it, or was it I don't know on? how sick he was, but he was definitely he definitely was diagnosed with it. Wow. Well, maybe that's why he looks so rough. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, he had this big. He told Fauci this big thing about how Fauci is not the end all. That's that's the words he used. You are not the end all. I don't know why you're the only one that's talking, that we're following your directions, because you are not the end all. These other doctors are saying yada, 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 you know, the good things they're saying, and they're the questions they're raise, raising about why are you doing this when it's not, a long thing and you're killing the people basically when you're putting them on the respirators or whatever they're called and uh, why why do you say different things 
about the same subject. And, and he went, he really, he ripped him a new behind. I'm telling you. Even I was sweating and I wasn't on his, in his eyesight. <laughs> and so Fauci, of course, has three things to say about what Rand said. I have no idea what he said. I wasn't listening. I was too busy laughing with Mary about what what the Senator Paul said. Well, I, we I heard. I, yeah, I heard. <laughs> Paul, I heard the exchange, and and Fauci said, "I've never wanted to be the end end all." You know, I don't pretend to yes. be. You know, it was very defensive. He actually was trying to defend the the concept of end all. You know, it was it was yeah. pretty pathetic. I, I mean, I only saw the clip of of Rand saying it, and um, so they're actually so. Okay, let me ask you this. Obviously, both people have been listening to doctors and other professionals who are saying you're doing it wrong. Right? I mean, that's what you got, that they were hearing the same thing. Oh, the senators? Yeah. Yes, and it was more than two. There were others that that were... No, go ahead. They were cleaning their clocks. (laughs) Well, now, this, this is my question here. All of these doctors that we have been listening to, that we've been talking about, are saying this, that, and the other thing. Those doctors, the YouTubes are being censored, taken down. They're being fired, yeah. Um, you know, but the Senate senators are confirming that they have also heard the same reports. Yeah. I wonder if anybody has told them that YouTube is censoring it. Censoring who? Fauci? No, censoring all these doctors. Every doctor that oh. comes out and says this is not the way we should be doing it. Okay, yeah. the YouTube video disappears. I think they know it, yeah. I heard one guy say something to the effect that he realized he was taken off of one of the one of the things, the YouTube or the Twitter or Twitter or uh, one of the other media things that people are using. Um, and they were wondering how long. It was uh, the two... There's two doctors that work together, and they were both wondering how long will they be allowed to be on any form of media because they're being taken down. So I know I think they know that they're they're being taken down, and they're right on. Well, you do have to wonder what's happening here because the top three doctors that. Everybody points to those particular, well, Fauci and himself, but also the Department of Health. And you've got Redford, Redford, is it Redford? Yeah. Redfield. Field, Redfield. And you got Redfield, and he's the head of the Center of Disease Control. And then you have the FDA, which is just, you know, a swamp into itself. And the, <laughs> this That's guy. the Han guy? Yeah, but he's just been put there, so I don't know if he's good or bad. You know what I'm he's saying? Bad. He's you, bad. You think he's bad? Oh, so, I don't think it. I know it. So you've got, um, you know, these three what we would consider at least suspects <laughs> in the yeah. pandemic. 
Yeah. Okay, or shamdemic is we're going to use because they'll have that plant. Uh, the other one is, yeah, is undoubtedly uh, right, t- targeted. Right. Um, so you got these people that are essentially now in self semi quarantine, you know, yeah. which self quarantine. Yeah, no, but they also said semi quarantine or something to that effect. In that, oh he, yeah, he, he did. yeah, because he's going to go to his office, but there's nobody in the office. Okay, and he goes to the White House every day. Does he anymore though? He said he does. Oh, he does. I don't know for sure. Um, but, the, and we know that certain people have, have been arrested, and then you have the the cover story, they've got the flu and they're under self-isolation or whatever, exposed to it or whatever. Um, and then they have to testify before the Senate. You know, this was such a weird... It was <laughs> a weird thing. A weird thing. I yeah. mean, I, I just was like, what is this thing all about? But you remember that I've been saying that I thought, what's her name, Burritz? Burks. Burks. That I thought Burks had turned. Yeah, Mary was saying she thinks Burks turned too. Okay, well, there's now a statement that's being at least touted by Fox News that she said she doesn't trust anything that comes out of the Center for Disease Control. I've heard her say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if she was a player, she would never have mentioned that. That's, yeah. you know, a clue to me that, yeah, I'm probably right. She probably has flipped. Yeah. Uh, but what does that mean? Uh, she's going to get off scot-free? I don't think she should. Well, we don't know how deep she might have been, you know? I mean, I'm not, I, I just think that she's not somebody who's going to go down with the ship, their ship. Yeah. You know, she's smart. Oh, this game is up. But those people, they've got nothing to lose because they're all traitors. Uh, at least at least Fauci is by law. Oh, He's colluding with the Over enemy. and over, yes. Yeah. yeah. And selling selling uh, state secrets. No, this guy, he's got he's got a not a pleasant future in front of him. <laughs> if if it well, goes down it, the way we want in- it to go. Back in 2017, he was saying, we're going to have a bad virus hit us, and lots of people are going to die. It's going to be bad. And then and then today, he kept saying it over and over, if you don't do what I'm saying, there's going to be a follow-up virus. Oh, you were saying that. Black, that's freaking blackmail. Threats, yeah, like Walt said, threat. And I thought, boy, he's got, he's got stupid guts to be trying to blackmail the senators on TV. And he said it several times. If you don't follow the things I'm telling you to do, there's another virus coming. You got that from your playbook? They should have asked. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Well, what do you know about viruses? You're the one person I haven't asked. What do you think of viruses? (laughs) 
Me? Oh. No, no, not you. <laughs> I oh, Walt. I was going to say, oh. don't ask. No, me. I know that, Walt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my understanding of <laughs> my understanding of a virus, as I learned from school, is that they're not classified as living organisms for the simple reason that they don't behave as an organism unless they have invaded a living organism. If you look at a virus, on the first off, that's one of the things about, you know, um, mainstream science miss, you know, miss the, drop the ball on that one, is that you guys already know how the work of Rife was subverted and stolen and they destroyed his equipment because he was able to do something that science at the time, and even at this present moment, science cannot look at a living virus. Not because they're not alive, because the technology that they use to do a, a visual capture of a virus, they use electron uh, microscopes. Electron microscopes, in order to do the work they need to do, they require two things. They, they, it has to be in a vacuum, and it uses a stream of electrons to produce the image. In and of itself, that destroys the specimen. You can see the body of the specimen is just going to be dead. What Reif did with his dark field microscopy, he was able to witness um, viruses in action. Again, just by itself in a Petri dish, it's dormant. It does nothing. But when it comes in contact with living cells, it wakes up and it begins to do its, its damage. So, for example, that's why he was able to uh, extrapolate from observing living viruses their resonant frequency. Because he was able to, I don't know, I've seen the, I've already showed you in one of the previous shows how complex is prism-based, um, prisms as, as in glass prisms that he used to use to split up and separate frequencies of light. Uh, instead of getting a visual, an actual visual of the, uh, virus in question, he is hitting the specimen with frequencies until he gets the the activity. So what he's looking at is like when you know when you do shadow puppets, you use your hands and you make a, a shadow of a bird or a shadow of a rabbit or something. It's something along those lines. You're you're he's able to see the um, uh, what do they call it the interference pattern of the virus as it's acting. Because they do, whether we like it or not, they do exist. A case in point is many of the people out there in the alternative healing community may have heard of the name Bob Beck. Uh, this gentleman devised a, a little machine, not a zapper, but he called it a, a blood cleaner. Instead of working on the basis of a frequency, the zapper produced a very low frequency, something like 4 hertz, but it was primarily based on, on current. And what you, what you would do is it has two probes and you would attach one probe to each of your ankles and you would adjust the voltage, not the voltage, the current so that you could very, you would very slightly feel the pulsing in your skin. It's not supposed to hurt. It's not supposed to, you know, give you a shock or anything like that. And you would do that for like one hour every day. And what ended to his surprise, uh, Bob Beck, I believe, was something like 5'4". He was not a tall man, but he was extremely overweight. He was over for such a, for such 
height, he was over 250 pounds. And uh, in the, I think it was something like in the fir- after the first week or after the second week of him using his little machine, he started losing weight. So he started wondering what the heck is going on. Why, why would I be losing weight just because I'm cleaning my blood? And it turns out he was able to, um, I don't know what analysis he used, but he was able to uh, get tested. And he found that, he, yes, he had, um, I forget the number of it, in the series of VX viruses, there's a, a specific virus that attacks sheep. It makes them overweight even though they might live the regular life of a sheep with their activity and their diet. And it turns out that he seemed to have had a human version of that. So once the, the blood cleaner cleansed the blood, because the, the, the signal going back and forth, you know, it, any microorganism in the blood just gets killed off, like the Hulda Clark zapper, he started losing weight normally. Um, Rife himself, in his analyses, of different viruses, he was able to isolate uh, specific viruses that all they do when they start doing their work, they produce uh, cancer tumors. So they exist, but in it of themselves, they are not considered to be living. They're like a dormant pieces of DNA. Once they enter into a living host, that's when they start doing, you know, wreaking havoc on, on the person. But the thing is that uh, we have our immune system, and if our immune system were not so compromised by all the crap they throw at us, you know, contamination and drugs and all of this stuff, you'd be able to tackle everything. Because, like, you know, like you keep saying, you know, it, it's all energy. So, so it all comes down to the manipulation of energy. So one of the things that even, even uh, mainstream science can't deny it, when a person enters into a state of fear, what's the first thing in their body that begins to shut down? Their immune system. So if you're working around in a state of abject panic because, oh my God, this is going to kill me. Well, guess what? You just sent out a, a signal flare to every pathogen out there to come and, and, <laughs> and attack you because you just made that contract. Well, Walter, is that... There's there's a number of scientists out. Did you have something else to add to that? I'm sorry, I might have cut. No, you no, off. no. Um, the there's a number of doctors out there, including Dr. Daniels, including um, some. I don't even remember all their names, and but what they're saying is, and, and Dr. Daniels, when she when when I interviewed her, Jennifer Daniels, she said that, and she went into nursing. It would have been probably in the uh, late 60s or early 70s. And she was told by Harvard doctors, instructors, professors, that 50% of everything that they were going to teach was right and 50% of it was wrong and they didn't know which was true and which wasn't. That's what that's how she started medical school. Wow. So she was able to, for a lot of reasons, uh look at things with the understanding that doctors are not gods. They're not the end-alls. Okay? And so she looked at medicine that way, including the viruses. And a number of other doctors have seen the same thing because of what their their science is telling them and what they're observing in 3D reality. So 
to not get too deep into it because it I, I'm still trying to digest all of the information, no pun intended. But what happens is that this is what I think is happening, and I'm not alone in this, okay? I think that they may have turned on part of the satellite system, or it may just have been the final accumulation of essentially destruction to the people in Wuhan who had been under a 5G field for uh, at least six months. Heavy, 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 for at least six months. Um, but what they're saying is that we've got all this, we've got bacteria, we've got parasites, we've got microorganisms, all sorts of things inside of our body. And they're like the canary in the coal mine. And the 5G is attacking them as individual beings, not as a, a you know, a, a, a system like a human body is. And so they're the first that start to get affected by the radio, by the signaling. And they feel like they're under attack, so they produce toxins. And one of the toxins produced at that level is what has been identified as a virus. And these doctors scream when they say it. It's not alive. It's not dead. <clears throat> you can't catch it. Okay? Because what they're saying is that the virus is, is being created in your body as a symptom of a, a very bad situation that is at the very basic level affecting the small individual organisms in your body, but that it is also attacking you. So, you know, and eventually it's going to kill you, but this is, this is the way it starts up. So then you got this virus stuff that starts building up in your system. And yes, there, some of this virus does attach to different specific areas of your body and can cause an internal, now another problem on top of that. That's where I'm weak and how does this happen and why? Because what they're also saying is that a virus in your body does not attack the kidneys or the lungs or the heart or whatever it is. They're not, that's not the way they work. How they work is that they're probably frequency level, um, is associated with the liver and liver only or the heart and the heart only. You know, that there is specifications within the viruses themselves. So they have attempted in a number of experiments to actually show the contagiousness of, of a virus, including taking the virus live and sticking it in somebody's arm with a vaccine to see if they catch it. And, and then nothing, they couldn't, they couldn't, tra- there was nothing that they did that they were able to say, okay, it's contagious this way. This is, we can see it. It just didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> but, so, but then they're going, but why are all these people catching this, this virus and getting sick? Well, because they're all under the same environmental toxicity creation, you know, and in this case, 5G, because anybody that, that has studied the 5G Phenomena, especially if you've looked at Gateshead, which is another test city in Great Britain where they put in the 5G early, you know, and it was, it's probably way higher than they need for whatever they, they don't want to, they don't want to kill us outright because then we would know. So, but I think they got it up too high, too bad, not, nothing, no security on it, nothing. So when you see that the, the virus is, 
supposed virus is being detected in people that are having problems with their respiratory system. And they all said, oh, it must be pneumonia because that's viruses make pneumonia. Oh, it must be, a, must, must be a pneumonia. Well, in fact, the respirator or ventilator that Dolly was referencing, um, if it was only on oxygen, that's what they need, but they would put it under pressure and that was doing damage to the, to the lungs. That's what was killing people, and that's what the doctors began to see and began to yell about. You know, if I don't put them on the the respirator and they just we can clean them out, you know, giving them antibiotics and and stuff to prevent the the you know a further breakdown. Antibiotics don't work on any virus. No, but it will it will if you have a weakness or an infection starting to happen. You know, so it it could be a a system kind of thing. I agree with you totally because it's not alive; it's not going to react that way. But well, you might. I, I've always wondered why. Well, I know why because the pharmaceutical industry, you know, thrives on people being sick. But I never understood why they they bothered still making regular flu vaccine. Because when I went to a technical school back in 1977, uh, one of our teachers. Was a was an actual you know full fledged MD and he did work he did he he had private practice he worked for the state this guy had so many credits to his name and when he in, in a class when he spoke about illnesses and diseases and he spoke about the uh, the flu the flu virus a lot of some of the students said so you suggest we we say, uh, we take it early at the, at the start of autumn when it's uh, flu season and he says no I suggest you never take it. And they started asking him, why? Why are you saying this? Because it's already been proven time and time again that when the virus moves from one host to another host, it mutates. It doesn't have the same structure. Therefore, one single vaccine doesn't do anything. It might hit, it might affect one particular type of strain, but as soon as it passes, another person catches it because someone is ill and they give a kiss goodbye. And that's it. They just transfer your flu to the, to your, brother or your mother, whoever you kissed on the face, well, that thing has now mutated. So whatever f- vaccine you get doesn't, is not going to help that person. And that's why, and, and to this day, the word, his words continue to ring in my ears because I see it one um, time and time again. They go get the flu vaccine. What's the first thing that happens? They get the flu. <laughs> At work, everybody rushing to the main meeting room because they were giving away free flu shots. Everyone who got a shot got sick. And we're looking at them laughing. Oh, it's a good thing you got a flu shot. Oh, you feel better now? Why do you think they gave it to you for free? (laughs) I'll be right back. Okay, we've been left all alone. Dolly, are you there? Sheriff, come in, Sheriff. I'll be here. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to say that uh, because I want to uh, share about the hand signals that were going on today. I, hand signals? Yeah, by Fauci and Redfield and... and the Masonic on, brothers and sisters? And the Satanistic creeps. So I I went and looked up the top ten... Illuminati signs is what they call them. And I put it in the chat room so that people can look and see. 
because these dudes were doing that on the TV very blatantly. Uh, Fauci and... They were doing it towards somebody or towards something? The TV, yeah. Uh, what was this, hand the, signals or something? What was that? Yeah, I, I put the link of it in the chat room in where everybody talks. Not the Skype. <clears throat> so that people can open it up. Fauci and Han were doing the first one you see. They were holding their hands up like that. Uh, like the first one. They call it the rock sign, evidently. And they were holding it up close to the camera. So you saw the big their their hands really big in the picture because they were up prominent toward the camera lens. And then I, I was going to look for the eye movements because the fat dude, uh, what's his name? Oh, Redfield. Redfield, his eyes were just absolutely crazily insane in the first part at least of the hearing he was he would open his eyes big and roll them up and over to the side then he'd roll them up while they're up over to the other side and then he's looking anywhere but at the camera but his eyes were he was making sure his eyes were dominant in what we were seeing. So they were doing their little satanic talk. Oh no, my heart just broke. What? Danielle Washington? Danzel Washington? He's a movie star. What do you expect? Oh, not him. I won't where do you where part. what do you wh- why are you saying that are you seeing it someplace yeah, yeah, yeah I'm looking at the page that's supposed oh to oh 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 I'm seeing what you're saying oh oh, oh. Breaking oh. My heart. huh yeah that's how you get famous you gotta play the game so that's what I was trying to say what they were doing but they were made sure their hands were right in. I mean, you look at the screen, and that's what you see is their hands. And, and after they were getting attacked a little, uh, after the senators were attacking them, toward the end of the show, Fauci wasn't doing it as much. But to start with, they it was that's all they were doing is. And they try. They put their hands in front of them, like with that, their forefingers and their thumbs touching, and like they're contemplating something. And then they they would take one hand and and wave it around, but they left the other hand there with the thumb up. And it just, it, I couldn't watch it for a while. I, I. I tried to listen, but I couldn't watch them, see what, see them, because it was making me feel sick, yucky. I, 
So I just didn't watch what they were doing with their hand signals and their eyes. But I thought, boy, they really are gutsy. I mean, they're doing this right in our faces. Well, Literally. Q said that their need for symbolism would be their downfall. Oh, boy, I can see that. So, um, where were we with the virus thing, Walt? Do you remember where you were when I left? Well, the last thing I said is that it it surprised me that through the years people are still getting the stupid uh, flu vaccine because it's useless. The flu vaccine can only affect a specific strain of flu, and it's been proven. I mean, this was proven back in the 70s that when the virus passes from one house to another, it mutates. Therefore, the vaccine that works for this person doesn't work for this person. And there is no universal vaccine. Um, there is no vaccine that will mutate together with the virus. So that's why, you know, people get vaccinated and they come down with the flu, which is so idiotic. Well, but, you know, the pharmaceuticals need to make money for babies. So that's why you think they they do the virus thing? It's just to make money, or do you... It is to make money. Well, right now, it's beyond money. It's for absolute control of humanity, you know. All the agendas rolled into one. Control, money, and depopulation. Control, money, and depopulation. One big big triangle, like you just... (laughs) Like that rock sign. Yeah. Um, Oh, my question went away. Forget it. And to and to show how you know how easily it is, how easy it is because if these if these are first off as Anastasia said man has made nothing superior to nature if these are man made viruses you know they're crap because they're why because they're man made therefore they they don't have all the capabilities that a natural virus would have and for example I'll give you an example we. Uh, in the past, we've spoken about uh, the principle behind homeopathy, where the substance of, a, of the, whatever element you're using is gone, and you're dealing exclusively with the energy pattern of it. Well, when I was uh, still in, uh, living in Argentina uh, in the late 70s, um, I had an issue that I, I started getting a, a wart in my left thumb. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger, and it didn't respond to traditional wart treatments. So a cousin of mine had had that issue with one of her toes, and she had gone to a homeopath. At the time, homeopathy was so rare in, in my state that there was a doctor that once a month he would come from Buenos Aires, and he would see people in, in, uh, in Mendoza, where I was. So we made an appointment, and we went to see the man. And he looked at me and he says, yes, I know what this is. It's it's a skin virus. It affects the skin and it, it begins to, as it damages the cells, they begin to replicate and they begin to form the tissue that you refer to as a wart. And it has a specific structure. When you look at it, the wart looks like granular. It doesn't look like um, solid tissue. In fact, wart, warts will break up uh, as opposed to whole skin where the skin does not break up on its own. So what was the solution? Uh, he gave me a, a homeopathic substance, which is um, 
which is called Thuja. It's T-H-U-J-A. And all he did is uh, he, he had to up the, the, the dilution of it until he was able to, at the time, I don't know whether that was the way he was taught, but he started with a very low dilution, then you increase that. By the third dilution, immediately the wart dried up and fell off like a scab. And so here you have a living virus that's causing this uh, damage to the skin, and it was killed by energy, an energy pattern. So we have to be afraid of something that's man-made. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, what they're saying this virus is actually is like a solvent. And every doctor has used that word, a solvent. Well, water's a solvent, right? It, it is the... It is the most powerful the, the solvent most power. in the universe. Right. So I started thinking in terms of solvent. So the the cells are under attack. They put out a toxin. The part of it is this virus thing that's not alive or dead. It's a solvent. And all of a sudden, certain things really made sense, like the concept that you the, the virus will uh, die, in quotes, um, when it's in ultraviolet or sunlight, and, and within you know minutes, versus inside on a counter where you're not being affected by UV or sunlight. Um, but then I'm looking at it and I'm going like, well, that's true if it was water. If you have water on your counter, it's going to sit there for a long time. But if you bring it out and you put it in the sun, it disappears. It evaporates, right? I mean, well, do they end up? Water, are we talking about evaporation, or are we talking about UV ex, uh, exposure? You lost me there for a sec. Supposedly, the experiments that they're doing shows that this corona thingy is um, will, when it's on a counter, will last for hours. But if you put it in the sunlight, it goes away immediately. Now, here I have a question for them, not for you. Um, and where is there evidence that this is even a real virus, anything, when we have some an investigator like Celia Fenn telling us that there is no such thing as an AID virus, and they were swearing up and down, that, oh, this is the structure of the AID virus, and this is what it does, and it goes in and attacks the T-cells and blah, 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 and it turns out it was all a hoax. People were dying from the medicine, so... Is this thing as real as the AIDS virus? I think it. I think so. I think the whole. I, all right, it goes back to that fifty-fifty <laughs> thing. What's right? What's wrong? You know, people see people want to think that that doctors or even scientists are somehow more enlightened than an average person, and that's not true. Uh, you know. If you've got a, see, I grew up and my parents' friends were doctors and I saw them mostly drunk. So I've never been under the illusion <laughs> that these people were anything special. But the only thing a doctor has is a piece of paper that says that they were indoctrinated in a certain amount of information and a way of doing things. It doesn't say anything about their ability to think outside the box. So if somebody tells you this thing about a virus, 
and that's what they told you. This is the Bible. This is what a virus is. Well, that that's what you believe. And then some other person comes on and says, wait a minute, it's not contagious, we can't prove that it's passed, it's got, you know, well, they just, it's it's inconceivable to them that what this person is saying is true because they don't belong to the group of people that matter, the people that gave them the certificate. Yeah. You know, so right then and there, you know, the idea that you can have such a diverse opinion of what a virus is to begin with. Uh, is not something is that, that, why they, is that why they went around murdering all those holistic doctors to prepare for this fake pandemic because the holistic doctors would be the first one to say this this is a scam is that why they took the time well, they, to most of those doctors were associated with the uh, cancer treatment that we discussed and actually I have a device here based on that discussion the GH what is it GH meth? oh the GC meth GC meth yeah, yeah, that would they were most of them seventy five percent of them were actually working with that, mm. and there was you know close to a hundred doctors that you know suicided themselves. One guy by shooting himself in the chest and then throwing himself into the river. Wow! Oh, he was thorough. <laughs> he, yeah, he was really desiring a death. And another uh, per, another couple that worked together um, jumped to their deaths off of their balcony one day. You know. No indication that any of these... I mean, it went on and on and on. It was... Um, I can't think of her name, but her website is Health Nut. And she had... She's from Florida. And she had people here in Florida that were... Um, she knew two of them. Well, she knew one of them. One of them had just died in a weird, weird way. And she knew him, and she said he couldn't have committed suicide. And so she started looking at that, and then she started... And it just unraveled and unraveled. Um, I haven't stayed up with if they're still killing him. I mean, it seems like they kill. Well, then they started arresting him and putting him in jail. There's so yeah. many. There's so many stories out there that we started with. We don't even know the end of. You know what I'm saying? There is just. I mean, years ago when I was in the army in the 70s, I would be bitching and moaning. Well, most of my life up till the internet happened. Well, why can't I find this information faster? Now there's so much information that you can't even find it because there's so much information. <laughs> it's just too much. It's never too much, never too much. We, we can deal with it. Yeah, and you never delve into the dark web anyway. No, no. I'm, I'll do that when I turn 80. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, the fact that you've got two di- divergent opinions of what this is is uh, astounding to me. However... If you take the concept of the 5G electromagnetic energy causing viruses to become activated, uh, more so, more so than just the, the, the okay, the, everything is under attack, so they start making these viruses, and then these viruses are still in, in the 5G thing. Gosh only knows what could happen at that environment. You know, because what happens to people that go into this in a very intense way is they they get toxemia. And many times they're not going to make it through because they're broken down anyway. Their immune system's broken down anyway. So when you look at it from from just, you know, here's a symptom. Remember, I'm not a medical person. I'm just looking at the data. You you, you got these people that have these symptoms. And these symptoms are symptoms that, we people that have studied the 5G said are going to happen 
when you get into this 5G. But what is really unbelievably tragic to me, and I, it's just started up, Walt, is the fact that a whole, well, I won't say a whole lot, there are children that are now demonstrating some very abnormal physical uh, ailments that they're trying to blame on the virus because the virus, everybody's got the virus because everybody's under 5G attack now. Probably from the satellites. I suspect they've turned something on that caused it to, to jump. Um, but also just the fact that, it, you know, it's like a glass of water. You pour in this electromagnetic energy and it goes in and in until the body can't handle anymore and then it runs over and now you're electromagnetic sensitive and you're in pain and dying. Uh, but the things that they're, they're listing as being part of this new attack on children, okay, are the things that we saw in Gateshead. All of a sudden, kids are having, you know, their hearts blown out. Okay, they had cancer in a, in a five-year-old child. Heart cancer. After they turned the 5G on in Gateshead. This is coming from Mark Steele, who was on the ground, who knew this family. You know, you got all sorts of um, uh, blood clots. They're getting blood clots, and I think they said that they were getting... Uh, like herpy-like responses and stuff. Well, these are things that were seen, not maybe in that specific look, but very similar. Kids in Gateshead were run- all of a sudden they started having nosebleeds. Um, a lot of cancers started happening. The fact that you've got blood clotting uh, in these new kids uh, and inflammation all over the body, their feet, their hands. I mean, it's really awful. Um, well, it, but there's, a, there's something else that you need to add to this equation. Mm-hmm. We know the Cabell always plans long term. And for years, they've been vaccinating children to death with, you know, 20, 30, whatever crazy amount of vaccines. So how do we know that all these crazy, unnecessary vaccines have been putting elements into the children? And these elements are the ones being activated with the 5G, not just, not just the, the energy that it puts out but specifically targeting all the crap that they put in the kids. So it was just sitting there waiting to wake up, like you said. I hadn't thought about that, Walt. That's a very good point. But somebody said to me, why would the kid... And the reason that I know that this is true is that I have a friend of mine who called me. He'd just gotten off the phone with his brother. And his brother is a fireman in New York City. And he said, Nancy, what do you know about this? And he started telling me about the children dying, coming down with this... And they've got weird names for it. They're calling it different names. Um, and he, and he, I said, what's the symptoms? Talk to me. And, and so he's telling me the symptoms, and I'm going like, this sounds like 5G. Um, but so I know it's true. And so then I started thinking about it, and, I said, and somebody else, I was telling them, you know, talking to them, and they said, well, what would, why would it all of a sudden start up? And, you know, they everybody's at home. Everybody's going to school on 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 the internet, you know. It, it, I'm talking New York City. I'm thinking specifically about New York City. New York City has been plagued with 5G for years. Now you've got everybody that happens to be in their houses using the telecommunication system. Are they upping the power of the 5G to maintain the the, the signal strength? In which case, the kids now 
are getting blasted with more energy than their little bodies can handle. Well, um, um, for I'm not. I know it's going to sound like a commercial plug. Even um, I'm, I want to share scientific information, but it, I'm sorry if it sounds like a plug. But uh, one of my customers is in Singapore, where they have the 5G, and as soon as she got her AC power resonator, everything changed for her, and she's she she was surprised how. The city, the business area, everything changed. Even she noticed a change in the mood of the people. And to me, the, it was confirmation of Joseph Cater's information. Because Joseph Cater makes a, a very powerful case, and in, and in fact, he backs it up with, with data, that what's damaging in man-made EMF, it doesn't matter if it's 60 hertz, it doesn't matter if it's 30 to 70 gigahertz, which is the frequency of 5G, it's the accompanying soft electrons of that man-made EMF. That's the actual damage. That's the damaging. It's not the wave of electromagnetic energy, but what's the wave carrying with it? What's the electromagnetic frequency is acting like a carrier, and it's the soft electrons that accompany it that are the real damage. You transmute that, and it it can't do damage anymore. So. I, I had already confirmed it through my dowsing, and this lady verified it when she found herself in a 5G environment. Everything changed for her because that's what the device is doing. It's actually addressing that harmful component of EMF. And I think that just having that, it's, they, can, they can beam whatever they, can be, they want to beam. It's not, gonna, it's not going to affect you. Can you ex- can you explain that one more time, Walt? Okay. Um, Joseph Cater explains in his book the critical component uh, of the, these soft electrons that he explains what they are, uh, the role that they play in in all the manifestation of matter that you have. For example, in one of the chapters, he goes on to explain how for heat to work to do anything for heat to burn anything it has to it has to be accompanying accompanied by those soft electrons so in a laboratory they did a test where they had a, a metal plate and they attached special circuitry to the metal plate so that they could discharge all uh, electrons to ground and they so once that was uh, set up and active they took a blowtorch standard propane blowtorch hitting the metal plate uh, point blank. You know, the flame is hitting the metal plate. And it, and the flame just sat there minute after minute after minute, and they kept measuring the temperature of the plate, and it was room temperature. They could not heat up the plate because the plate was devoid of the soft electrons. They had removed that, so the heat couldn't heat up the metal. So he goes on to explain that that's the harmful part of when you have man-made electromagnetic radiations, whether it be 60 hertz, you know, the electricity of the house. And the rest of the, you know, that's Canada and the U.S., the rest of the world is 50 hertz. It doesn't matter if you have kilohertz. It doesn't matter if it's uh, this 2.4, you know, megahertz uh, um, that you have in telecommunications. Now they're upping the frequency to... Uh, the 5G standard calls for a frequency range from 30 to 70 gigahertz. Regardless of the frequency, what makes elect- man-made electromagnetic energy um, deleterious to life 
neonegative for living systems. It's the soft electrons that they carry with it because they are non they're non-beneficial soft electrons. They they don't they are like almost anti-life soft electrons. Um, to make, he says to make matters worse, they act like a sponge. They actually attract to themselves positive, you know, life-enhancing soft electrons like the ones given off by a tree, for example. Trees are constantly given off beneficial soft electrons. These things act like a sponge, pulling to them the positive soft electrons and they you know they're bad for life so even in his book i i actually went out onto the internet to research in his book he talks about this device made by a company it's still there you can still buy the device and he explains how the device works like a sink that wherever there's electromagnetic frequencies in the presence of this device these uh, non-beneficial soft electrons are just falling like, you know, like a, uh, what do you call it? Like an endless well, it's, it's falling into this device. So I started dousing questions about what the resonators, if they were doing as a work similar to that. And not only did I get a yes, but it's actually going beyond that. It's actually transmuting those negative soft electrons to make them beneficial because it's changing the spin of it as opposed to just sucking them into something that's going to, you know, create like a, like a heat sink or something that's drawing heat to itself. This little device is drawing the uh, deleterious soft electrons to it. The, because of the huge field that the resonator produces is actually changing the spin of those. So they're not harmful anymore which is what we found about, that's the power of Shanghai. The device would not do what it's doing if it weren't powered by Shanghai, because that's what Shanghai does. It grabs, you know, we were looking at just electromagnetic frequency in the beginning because that was our understanding. But this man, Kater, opened our eyes that there's more to reality than, than what you think there is. So then this lady got her unit in, in Singapore and immediately she started noticing the changes. So it is doing what it's supposed to be doing. So I don't care. You know, this, I, I'm happy for this lady that she saved. You know, they can amp this, the power of this shit to whatever magnitude they want. It's, she's not going to get hurt on, on her family and the people in her town. Yeah, well, we got to get one huge one and put it over New York City. <laughs> or figure believe out it or way- not, that's, believe it or not, they're... Um, there's only there's only one, but in in Brooklyn. <laughs> there's only that's, what? Uh, there's only one resonator in Brooklyn. That's uh, Sophia. She's okay. she's in Brooklyn. She's got she's got one of my, my glass enhanced resonators. That's the only one. Uh, uh, California is different. California is is getting pretty built up with resonators, and they definitely do need it. Uh, but so far in New York, there's only the one in. In Brooklyn, and I don't know where in Brooklyn she is. Brooklyn is so large, I don't know how, how far she is from the city proper. Well, uh, you, you but, might uh, okay. You might want to go. We'll, we'll talk about it in, in, after this. I'm going to play uh, Craig Stewart's "We the People," but it's to me the Shungite song. We'll be right back.
And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's May 12th, 2020. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. And um, we were just talking about Walt's resonators. Walt, are you there? No, he's not. Yeah, I was muted. Oh, okay. I was just, I was muted. Did you see my note to you in this? In this uh-huh. Time? Do you want to think about that or do you want to? Well, I've, I'm already doing that with people that are, are ordering, you know, more than one unit. Uh, I'm giving them a price break. Um, the lady, for example, <clears throat> you know that off, off the coast, off the coast of Scotland, there's a small island called Iona. Uh, this has a very small population, and mostly it's during the the good months. You know, it gets filled with tourists, and uh, a lady who lives there ordered one of the resonators and because of this whole lockdown business all shipment gets delayed but eventually she got the unit and the day after she had the unit she started sending me pictures because for the first time for people that are I've never been to Europe but for people that are familiar with Scotland and the weather there it tends to be a kind of a cold place they had uh, 20 degrees Celsius, which is what, like, something, what is that, uh, what's 20 degrees Celsius, is that like 80 degrees? Hold on a second. She told me, okay, temperature. 20. It was 68 degrees which is unheard of for them. It was like, I think, it, the first few days of the beginning of, of spring. And she sent me photos. Uh, normally, uh, a hot Scotland uh, tends to be similar to Ireland in that it, most of the time it, they're like overcast and stuff like that. Nothing. I mean, she did a, a complete 360-degree video of the island. You know, the sky was like pure sapphire. And 68 degree Fahrenheit, and she actually went out uh, hiking because it, she never had that <laughs> weather. And I said, "Well, 
you have to remember, you know, you're, now you're sitting in a, in, in a fractal field of the resonators. <laughs> so I gave her a price break because she ordered that and she ordered another unit that went to Scotland proper to an animal hospital. Uh, so I'm used to doing it. If somebody wants, uh, I have no problem giving price breaks. Um, I gave this, uh, I gave this lady a 20% price break on, on the unit. Uh, I want them to be able to get it. So, right. What I had asked Walt is, did he want to give a price break to anybody in the New York City area to get another resident? See, the idea is, and I think that, that, uh, you can correct me if you think differently, or you can just tell me you think differently. You wouldn't be correcting me necessarily. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, um, it's the three thing. It's the concept of three. If if you if you've got more than one, you got two. Two is better than one, but three three is a coherent field, and you'll have a much more profoundly energetic environment at that point. Would you agree? Oh, definitely. So um, the, more, the more the merrier in, in, in that sense because the since the volume of crap that they put out is so big, you know, it doesn't hurt if you have more than three. <laughs> exactly. And then if you get, let's say you get nine, well, the, the nine then become three and two you know six and then nine in another field i mean it's 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 your fractal but it's your fractal being demonstrated with numbers of fields does that make sense (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah i believe so it's like kind of like using bricks to build make a building you know you start with the first i noticed yeah i noticed those places that are islands they they are the ones that are getting the most immediate. Uh, uh, for example, this lady living in San Juan Island, she told me that ever since she got the resonator, she noticed people's kind of mood change because they were people started you know going out with their masks and everything and the social isolation. She says it's calmed down. Less and less people are using the masks. More people are hanging out. So it's the mood on the island has totally changed. Mark. So is that okay? Excellent. Good for you. Mark, uh, Joseph, he, he's got, well, he's got the one and then there's another one. And I think, well, he, you sent him the list of how many in California. Yeah. The, li- the list has increased ever since. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we've, we've, t- we, we have talked about it on air. Um, because he said that, he said, I, he says, I have to, I have to think that it has to do with the resonator energy that here in California, it's like people are going like, well, I've had enough of this. Let's let's get on with it, you know. And they just get on with it. There's there's not the drama that you see like in other states where they're carrying guns into courthouses. Let's go to the beach is what they say in California instead of let's go to the, the courthouse armed, you know. But those are where the resonators are. Yeah, it's because, it's beginning. It's a fractal field and it's changing because, like I said, one of the sense. You um, and uh, Dolly walk me out to the fact that they talk to each other and they're interconnecting to each other, creating a grid. I started uh, giving them instructions to, you know, like copy-paste on the computer, download all the 
accumulated programs, but all your sisters have uninstalled them and run them because as time has passed, I've been adding more and more programs. So instead of memorizing this huge list of programs, I just tell them, okay, talk to all your sisters, download all this, you know, all the programs they're running and install them and run them. But um, ever since I started with the with the glass enhanced ones, uh, I I started with that one program that telling them you are conscious living channel of source energy, source consciousness. Through you, let source witness everything that has been hidden. And you told me that after you got the Hoponopono resonator, that stuff about the children started coming to the surface, the kids being rescued. Well, right after that, we got the blue light over Shungite, and then within the same time frame, all of a sudden, the information regarding the children started erupting, you know, um, yeah, uh, shoot, there were a number of things I thought of when you were talking here, I'm sorry, go ahead, you you asked me a question, Uh, I was just answering you. (laughs) Oh, no, no, it's just, so... So the point is, like, uh, because Shanghai t- talks to Shanghai, and a grid has formed all over the, you know, the world, and Dolly gave me the clue when she said that Mr. Turtle is able to, you know, talk to the to the other Shanghai devices. In fact, <laughs> it's kind of funny that um, I sold uh, one of the glass enhanced resonators to this lady in Florida who lives in Merritt Island. That Dolly told me it's north of hers. Um, no, yes. She's close by. I don't know how far away she's from you, if, if it's, she's just a few miles away or closer or farther away. Well, between uh, 25 and a half hour, 25 minutes and a half hour. Oh, okay. So this lady has a pool, and she was asking about what did I suggest about doing about the pool, because her first thought was to just throw nuggets into the pool. So I said, well, Dolly has a, a Shanghai water turtle. Uh, communicate with her, and she can tell you, you know, her experiences with it. Because uh, the woman doesn't have a regular pool. She has what's called a salt water pool. So it requires more maintenance than a regular pool. So I just got the two ladies together to talk. And the woman says, okay, yes, yes, yes I want it. Go ahead and make me. So the type of, of turtle I made for this lady, it's not like the original one that uh, Dolly has. It's the one that's based on the fractal fields, like the one I sent to the Ukraine. So I'm... Working on the unit, because as you know, it's a two-part unit. You have to make the turtle part, and then you have to make the base part. And I get this uh, message from Dolly that Mr. Turtle is so excited that you're making And I said, I didn't say anything to anybody, and you're communicating with me. So she was sending me a message from Mr. Turtle that he was so excited he was going to get a, a new turtle in the neighborhood. Um, not only... Not only did she say that, but he said it's different from him. Inside, she's different. And I, and I said to Dali, but you're saying she. So this is a girl turtle, not not a Mr. Turtle. And, and Dali says, yeah, I think so. That's what I'm getting. So that was a kind of a funny exchange. Mr. Turtle was already aware that there was another one in the works. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pe- pe- people listening to this who don't know us would think that this is absolutely crazy. 
But the turtle that he's talking about, the one he said that I sent to the Ukraine, he sent to the Ukraine, um, actually <laughs> purified an entire huge, what, at least 250 50 miles worth of water and air and soil in the Ukraine. And Walt, you know, is like a, a hero of Russia. So if you don't like Russia, you might not like us anyway. But, you know, he, he is he's very renowned in Russia because he was working with a number of different people who just were... There was a radiation leak upon, you know, that was... Oh, did you hear about their recent problem? What's, what's they contacted me again because all of a sudden, uh, these are obviously man-made. They were getting all these fires in uh, in the area of Zitomir, and a, a lot of uh, homes were going up in flames. It kind of reminded me of the California fires. And the, the worst of it is that uh, it seems that where some of these fires were happening is where there was a lot of radioactive material. So they were the the cloud of smoke created by the fires was uh, this destroying the quality of the atmosphere. It wasn't just smoke. It was toxic crap. So immediately I grabbed uh, the photo of the area and put it under the Coponopono resonator and asked for for that. And the last thing I got from Sophia is that the, the fires were out, but what remained was the um, toxicity in the atmosphere. So I kept asking, you know, for more help with the photo. I hope they're doing better. No sooner do these people get out from under something that they get attacked again. What a bad, what a bad situation they have over there. Yeah. So well, what's the latest thing? What? There, uh, the, the, the fires went out. The, all of that went, was put under control. But now that you have all this, uh, toxic cloud hanging oh. over the place because of where the where the fires happened it was in very a very toxic area oh. like and prior to that the other thing they had was that abandoned uh, mercury plant blew up creating a, a plume a gigantic plume of toxic crap so it's i don't know what the cabal wants to do they want to wipe ukraine off the face of the planet but it's like there's no letter. You know, they, they take care of something and something else shows up. So, so what would, are you going to create now? <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to help them radionically. I don't know what ended up happening with, uh, with the turtle. I haven't asked Sophia if they left it permanently in the reservoir or if Victor took it back to his house. Because I sent Victor uh, a resonator for the, for the place where he lives. Not the rose heart, but the other one, the copper one that gets mounted onto the power cabinet. Um, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Um, today, the messaging from Barbara uh, Menezes from Shanghai was to invoke the feeling of compassion and that it has to do, compassion is sort of intricately interwoven with the message of self liberation. So, what does that mean? Well, it means that we had, it was a really a very good show, but what it boils down to is that 
the fact that they've put the planet into this complete standstill is causing everybody to have a shared experience, humanity, a shared experience, as never before, I mean, really never before. Perhaps the closest thing to it would have been the 9-11 event, but the 9-11 event was in one country. This is something that's happening to everybody, everywhere. So I look at this situation and I see it as a complete godsend because it's forcing people to come to terms with the concept of we're all in it together. You know, humanity has a interconnectedness that I think is... I don't know why the why these people. I think they wanted to to get us in our homes to get you know the control and to get them in such fear that they take the vaccinations that had the chips in them. That now you've got really biological AI. Um, but every time they try to do something, it really backfires. I think that without this stoppage, we, it would be. A, I don't know that we would have been able to do what, what's what's happening now. The change of reality. It's such a gentle pace. I mean, when you think of the alternatives, we could have had a nuclear war. There were people from the future telling us there had been a nuclear war. You know, who knows if it's true or not. But they they kept setting us up with stories of, you know, massive devastation and all. And now what you've got is you've got a world that's waking up very, very quickly. I mean, the guy that came to put in my air conditioner earlier today messaged me and said what's your radio station's website (laughs) right i knew the guy for you know a couple of hours and he's working the whole time i mean you know it's like okay you know that's how fast that they're made i mean two you know maybe i talked to him seriously about this stuff for 20 minutes and all of a sudden he wants to know where the radio station is you know, this is the type of thing that's happening is that people, when they would have balked before, rolled their eyes or done whatever. Oh, you know. thank you for saying installer. I just recently switched. I used to have Comcast and I switched to CenturyLink Fiber Optic. Fantastic. You know, for those that haven't tried it, fiber the the internet speed is off the, the charts, the responsiveness and the speed. But here's the thing is that the installer... Is telling me how the the hub has 5G, and I'm looking at it, and all it is is the the dual band 2.4, you know, gigahertz and and, uh, f- and five gigahertz. And I said, I'm sorry, that's not 5G. He says, What do you mean? This is five gigahertz speed. Look at the 5G standard which has been published, and it's 30 to 70 gigahertz. This is not 5G. He says they're telling us this is 5G. I said, No. It's 5GHZ, which means 5 gigahertz. You know, do <laughs> go into the internet and, and do the investigation. You'll see this isn't this isn't 5G. <laughs> so they were doing they were doing uh, that very early in the game, Walt. And I think it was <laughs> I think it was because the, exactly what happened to you. He told you, "Oh, that's 5G, right?" So you yeah. hear 5G, you don't know any better, and you you don't feel like you're in a death trap for a couple of years, three years. So I've had 5G in my, you know, no. See, yeah, I think exactly. this was a complete 
propaganda machine. Why would it be five gigahertz? What, what's the what's the <laughs> why magic number of five gigahertz? Exactly. Sorry, they you know they don't get too much past me anymore. I don't believe the <laughs> damn thing they say. But that's interesting. So they even are setting it up, and the, they're even doing the same thing with fiber optics. Century Links. I don't even know if we have them down here. Well, here it used to be Quest, and they got bought out by Century Link. Uh, apparently, their home office is in Colorado. But the thing is that with, even though I have the fastest that Comcast could give me, when I would do Comcast, you have two speeds, download and upload. So download, it would oscillate between 50 to 60 megabytes down, you know, download. And upload, it would be like between five and six megabytes. That's it. That's why when I was uploading files, you have to be patient because it's not the same speed. This thing is completely different. The upstream and downstream are the same, one gigabit, which is when you do the bandwidth check, it's 940 megabit, but it's the same. It doesn't matter if I'm downloading or uploading, it's the same speed. So the reaction time when you're doing stuff on the Internet is incredibly fast. We don't have that. I don't think so. No, Joe. Oh, plus it's cheaper because I was paying almost ninety bucks a month with Comcast. This is sixty-five bucks. Period. You know, Dolly. The other thing I wanted to take us off into a totally different direction. I wanted okay. to ask you about the video that you were so impressed with—that ninety-minute video by the sergeant who was doing a. He was standing oh, in front yeah. of a whiteboard, and he was actually showing like a battlefield yeah. or chart or whatever. Um, you want to tell people about that? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I, because of the way I'm having difficulties with the functioning of my brain, I wouldn't be able to, to tell anybody. And, it's right there in the Facebook. They can go listen to it themselves. But it it tells how this one man, I forgot where he's from, in the States, out west somewhere, and he saw that there was going to be a big, now see, I can't even remember to tell, a war or something, things were definitely going to change here. The deep state was taking over, period. He saw it happening. He went to find out what he had to do in order to stop it. This one man has changed everything and prevented the deep state takeover. He changed... uh, he found out that the post office. Maybe, maybe I should tell it. <laughs> yeah, because seriously, I can't tell things anymore, Nancy. I feel bad. I can't. Okay, do it. his name is Russell J. Gould, and he has a partner, uh, David Wynn. Oh, what's his last name? Um, David Wynn Miller. Okay. And this is fascinating, Walt, and I don't have it all down. I think what was impressive to Dolly was the details that this guy was giving. 
and yeah. it comes back to admiralty law and yeah. world law and admiralty law is specifically legal uh it, it it's it, it's a it's a legal system that is based on the concept that when they had ships coming from port yeah, to port. Yeah, because I, I saw the beginning of the video. He's, he's saying that everything revolved about shipping law and commerce, and then the, the whole thing evolved into a war between banks. So I, I only saw maybe like five minutes of the beginning. Well, what he goes on to say that is that Gould somehow or another was able to understand the legality, the admiralty law, the, the basically the contract that had been let. And when we're talking about this, we're talking about, you know, the Bank of England uh, being involved with it, and the Pope is involved with, you know, it's, it's this whole world agreement as to how the world is going to be run that we've been working under since the times of the King's. Okay, and this is what, what, what was kind of stunning about this was that, oh, I never thought about these laws that were enacted for hundreds of years and that, you know, there was these, this stipulation and that stipulation. And it just never occurred to me that you had that longevity in contracts, world contracts. So what happened, as best as I can understand, is that uh, the United States was give any in this particular contract, and maybe in other contracts the same thing is stipulated. But the United States was given the opportunity to go bankrupt three times, but that if it went bankrupt the third time, then the contract became null and void. And this is where most people would probably not understand the connection, and I can kind of understand it because I've had to work with governments asking for really weird documentation when you're trying to do any kind of international we were selling weapons to other countries when you're trying to deal at that level there's all sorts of you have to have this document notarized you have to have the name of the notary notarized you have to I mean it goes into this bizarre set of and this country has to do this and it, I mean it's just like gets really crazy so the fact that Gould was able to get through this stuff and come to some kind of an understanding um, and he only had what 15 days to do it um, I'm not sure about that Dolly I, I didn't pick that up yes I know he had a certain time limit 15 or 16 days to do it so we had to fly all over the place and get those things done um so but but part of this law okay so you've got the law that sort of sets the uh what you want to do and then you have uh part of these laws that sets up how are you going to execute it and the execution of the control that the king or queen of England had over the United States was perpetuated through the postal service which I'm still not I I've got the reason I could pull up the information quickly was because after I heard that video, I did do a search for uh, Russell J. Gould, and that's what I've got up in front of me. So there is a lot of information out there about this. 
but it, it it was much more. It was it was okay. So you've got this military guy that's supposed to be a sergeant in the military who's showing you this weird legal thing, you know, and how Gould essentially there was a time. I think it was a time fourteen days that between when they went bankrupt and when the Constitution of the United States would essentially be no longer a legal document of the of the country, and that. It That's was, when he had to get all that he stuff He had to get done. it all done in that 14 days between yeah. when the bankruptcy was declared and the 14 Which days. Which was February 16th. February um, 16th is when the bankruptcy of the U.S. Corporation was declared. Well, this actually, this, this is 1999. Oh, okay, all well, right. it's, a, it's a previous one. Yeah, this, yeah this, is, this is what happened in 1999, which was... The truth. This is hidden, you know, history. Um, so what happened was that he essentially, in this fourteen days, it was like a limbo time between the end of one situation and the beginning of another. He declared him the, himself the postmaster general of the United States, and that's where the legal takeover, take back of the republic occurred. Okay, and the way that this sergeant was presenting it, and I don't want to go into the details because I'll honestly get lost because it wasn't your memory, Dolly. It was a lot of information. And you would understand what he was saying when he said it, but then he'd go on to something else and you couldn't quite get the connections. That's what I I was finding. I had to keep replaying. Oh, I I don't replay. You either get it or you don't. Um, But anyway, the... um, the the interest that well there's a lot of interesting things about this situation but it it's it, 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 it if if this all is actually true the republic is in the hands of this guy named Gould okay. he's still alive yeah yeah and he had to hide the, uh, all of legal papers you know, so um, so you got this this very, and I really want to get into this. I want to because I'm get, I'm get, I'm getting the yes 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 yes. You know, this is a this is a true situation, um, which is very interesting because if you're setting up a legal this, I mean, who knew about this? I certainly didn't know about this bankruptcy and this other stuff. Um, so, but if you're ta- if you're setting up already, have it set up uh, of, of this new. Republic of the United States with the same constitution, they're just going to re- reenact it, but there won't be the um, control of the banks because the banks are what controls it. The, the execu- executive branch yeah. of this old system is basically your banks. So when you have that um, that taken care of now, because he's the Federal Reserve is in a state of complete collapse. All this billions and trillions of dollars is just making money out of nothing. You know, there's no nothing backing it. It's like, oh yeah, we need another three trillion dollars. We print some more money. That's exactly what's happening. But that's okay because they have another system that when this one was going to fall apart anyway. Fiat monetary system, where you're only taking and keeping as on hand money 10% and you're loaning out everything else uh, to make more interest to make, this this has never worked it always fails and it's in the state of complete compl- collapse anyway but by doing this 
you know, shut down and then build up, but let's build up the infrastructure, is a very creative way of um, going bankrupt. <laughs> Essentially, the Fe- Federal Reserve is going to bankrupt, and the United States Treasury will start with a clean slate of o- owing nobody anything, including the Chinese, I suspect, which I think the Chinese are knowing. Um, but anyway, so you've got all of these really powerful, let's say, uh, replacements for everything that we see. The the fact, I say this, did I, well, I don't know if I said it on this last week, but maybe not. Walt, did you hear that Warren Buffett sold all his, of his airline stock? Yeah, we yeah, were we talking talk- about that stuff. Yeah, last because year. Because like the... Um, you mentioned that what they had published that for the first time in ever uh, oil barrels were like negative right right <laughs> right yeah so your so your whole basis of thinking about i mean it, obviously those there's so much new technology coming into play that none of this other stuff is is of any import you know and what i think Amy. It, Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. And he ended it by saying, well, toward the end anyway, we are truly, at this point in time, having a spiritual battle. The other stuff is already done. We've won. Now we're in a spiritual battle. Yeah. Yeah, it it does seem to be that you know a lot of people are coming to the realization that the the it's it's a it's a battle of spirit. Did he suggest what to do about it? I mostly wake up to it. Yeah, wake up and stand up. Um. It was an interesting, but I I, I really do. I, I'm going to jump into this. Uh, these people that think because well, Nisara too, and Gasara, Gasara, um, the banking thing. You know, we've heard about this, Walt, for how long? Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, well they keep blocking it every time. One one of the articles I read uh, said expressly they weren't implying it; they were saying expressly. And that was one of the purposes of the 9-11 attack, because they were about to release or announce Nisara, and they blocked it with that. And I, and I thought to myself, well, it makes perfect sense, because I've seen it happen in Argentina. Something is about to happen, and then they, they deflect everybody's attention with some destruction or some other disaster. Did you catch Nancy about the, the 9-11? Did I catch what? Um, he said that the airplane is what made him come down. And I thought, well, he's got that wrong, I think. Who's, who's talking it? The the guy who was telling us all this stuff with the chalkboard. Oh, oh right, 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 right. He wanted he wanted to poo-poo the, the planes. Well, because a plane wouldn't have taken it down. It did not come down because of the planes. Right, but that's what he said. Yeah. 
and it made me think, mm, is this guy for real? No, 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 what? no, no. I think he was. I think he was being sarcastic. Oh, yeah, he, that would make sense. And they think that these planes took him down. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I thought it was sarcastic. Okay, that makes more better sense to me. I feel better about him now. <laughs> <laughs> Russell sent me that. That's right. My that's son. Right. Yeah. And he sent me another one from this guy. But uh, he sent it today, so I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. If it's any any interest, like, if I get interested like I did with this one, I'll share it with you all. Well, I was, just before I came here, I posted on the Facebook that this show is about to appear and there were 15 <laughs> uh, comments you know and I, I I look at them some people I just let them post because I know who they are like you Dolly now um, but it was there's, we get more and more new people but my god the, the things that they were posting really? Uh, oh yeah I mean like one after the other, you know, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth, which in, you know, some people's eyes is treason. <laughs> you terrible, you terrible people there. We're only trying <laughs> to tell you the truth. So uh, the the ones that you're amazed about is where they're posting truths. Yeah, I mean, like, oh. there's so much, there's so much out there. You know, I mean, there is just more and more, and I, I have to kind of get a chuckle out of the fact that they uh they, they like okay like the the um, one with dr judy oh what's her oh, last yeah. dr judy mccovitz Mikhov- mccovitz um yeah. have you heard that one yet i thought i was the one who posted it no 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 everybody was trying to post it before oh. they would try to post it and before i could even get it so that they it would post it was already down off of YouTube but what happened was that apparently people are copying this stuff and just putting it up again and again and again it took me three times before I got to a website recorded the the, the video and the next time I went back it was gone yeah they're taking that one down fast yeah so but people keep putting it up you know, yep, and then yep. so then they oh oh they got me, you know, and but uh-huh. and sometimes they're only up for an hour or so. I mean, yep. they're absolutely going bonkers about this woman. And then we had a, a posting for the for the for the video, and underneath, well, uh, Wendy Wendy uh, contacted. Well, she, she she said on the because all right, this this person that was there. She had been, or he had been, um, making comments, not posting. So I don't see the posting. I don't see the comments. I can stop him from posting something weird, but I don't see the comments. And so Wendy was complaining about the comments, and I looked at him. And she hadn't had that video up for very long before this person came back and in two separate posts put three dozen each time. There were three dozen links to uh, Judy Makovitz being a, a criminal and a thief, and you know, I mean, but how how could somebody? I mean, this has got to be somebody that is uh, a troll or something, 
because it's gotta be. yeah, because you wouldn't have a list that long ready to go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that person I immediately banned from the Cosmic Reality Group. Oh, good. But I had posted something that everyone got interested in, and some bimbo or some being um, posted something that had nothing whatsoever to do with any part of the conversation, so I deleted it. I'm fessing. How could you delete it? I don't know. I did. I clicked something. You you on. you made a post and you could delete somebody's comment under your post. Yep. Wow. Yep. If the <laughs> post is yours, of course you can. I didn't because it's your know post. that. I didn't know that. Nice. To I didn't know. either until I did it. <laughs> well, good for you, everybody out there. You heard that, right? If somebody puts something on your post that you don't like in Facebook, then delete it. Yes. You absolutely don't. Don't even try to, to to talk to these people. Just delete them. We don't have time for their drama. Right. Seriously, we don't have time for their drama. I'm so busy trying to to look at what everyone's posting. It goes from ten o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock at night, and I think maybe it's uh, noon. I've run out of time. It, and before I told a lady, well, some of us don't have time to live on Facebook. I sincerely apologize to that lady. <laughs> <laughs> really? I have been living on it. Well, because you found Cosmic Reality Facebook group. Where, yes. Where people like us post. Yes. And and that's the key out there is you got to find a group that they're posting stuff you like. And um, if you don't like what they're posting, don't hang around and say, I don't like what you're posting. Find another group. <laughs> you know, the first time I told someone that on on our Facebook, I thought, oh, I feel really bad. But geez, oh, Pete, we don't need their crap. No. So then I didn't feel bad anymore. <laughs> Go find a group you like. If you don't like our group, why are you there bitching about it? Well, that's the telltale. That's that's what uh, internet. The, the proper term is internet chill. That's what they get paid to do. I remember reading a huge article about it, where this guy was answering a, a job ad. So here he he was kind of suspicious when he gets to the place because it looked like an old abandoned warehouse. He thought, "My God, what what am I answering an ad to?" And he walks in and he goes up one flight of stairs and all of a sudden he's in a, it doesn't, it's not anymore like an abandoned warehouse. Everything is clean and uh, like a, like a regular office. So he thought, this is weird. On the outside, it looks abandoned and in here it's all business. And it was just banks of tables and chairs with uh, computer stations, terminals. And they explained to him that his job, they would give him a list of subjects to pursue or investigate. And his job was to put uh, arguments and stuff against it. So that's what he was, he, he, that was his job, an internet shill. You know, let's, let's say somebody makes a post about how beneficial homeopathy is. Well, his job is to uh, debunk it and say horrible things about homeopathy. So he... He was letting people know with with his article that this is happening. 
He says, just because somebody is, is saying all these negative things doesn't mean that it's true. There are people getting paid to do this for a living. So, and some of them, are, some of them are really that. kind of conniving. You know, it takes you a while before you realize that you're dealing with a shill or a troll. Mm-hmm. I like to think of them as trolls living under a bridge someplace. <laughs> in mucky water, muddy mucky water, <laughs> with those little crabs that are biting the hair on their legs. You say it, and I can just see it. <laughs> I was seeing it, man. I mean, I, I swear they're all, all everybody, every shill in the world right now is scratching at their legs. Ooh, what's the matter with my legs? <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like the, the way our discussions are going tonight. <laughs> I think that the way that our Facebook has, it seems like it happened overnight to me, but people, the people, they are so into learning and sharing what they learn right now and i can't seem to absorb it fast enough and i i i'm just thoroughly enjoying life right well, now well there's there's the shift darling what? before it was difficult to get anybody interested now they're begging for it oh, there's the shift yeah i'm seeing i'm seeing postings from new members right and it used to be you know like what what what's the deep state, right? Yeah. And now it's what is, and you get like question after question after question after question. They've done research enough to know the questions, but I mean they've got so many questions, and that's where it gets like, oh, lady, you better go back into our archives and listen because I don't have time to teach you this. Yeah. You know. I think things like that too, and I and I feel. Oh, I should be so ashamed of myself because she came to learn, and here I am thinking, "Oh, you can't drag me backwards." <laughs> but heck, I had to learn, and Dave was patient enough to take me under his wing and teach me. So I try to remember that, and Dave kind of gives me a little push about it too. You learned. Help well, well I, I'm I'm going to make a plug here. I think that everybody that's listening to this show should really go and read Cosmic Reality, the book. And I'm not, I'm not asking for any money. You can go to CosmicReality.com and go to the tab that says Books and uh, Blogs, and you can get a free PDF of the book. You can download it. It's not going to cost you a thing. You just download it. But that book is a primer in all all of the various aspects of conspiracy from science to to history, you know. And I highly recommend that you... I'm not touting, touting it because I wrote it. I've read it. It's a damn good book. It's a gives you the overview of all of the various paths with, that you get into in the rabbit hole. It's just not a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole with a whole lot of little tunnels on it. <laughs> and yeah. it's a very uh, fun and interesting way to learn. 
Yeah, because I wrote it so that pe- I wrote it as as, as if I, I'm telling you my story. It's autobiographical about how I learned this, that, and the other thing. You know, because it I wanted to engage the reader not in a textbook of all the things that are wrong, but how I evolved as a human being because I kept falling deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole. So, you know, I wrote, and, you know, I mean, that's our story, not just my story. And, you know, you can get a free PDF of it. You can buy it on Amazon, but, you know, you can even get it in the Shungite store. But, you know, you don't have to do that. Just get a PDF of it. Yeah. And there's a 9-11 crusade, same thing. You can drop a PDF into your computer, and that tells you what really happened on 9-11, not the story they told you. I say it's fiction. There's a character. It's it's a novel. But I'm telling you that that's what happened. What I tell you happened in there, that's what happened. Not what they told you. And, you know, but again, I put it in this, in a, into a novel because a lot of times when I was first starting out and I tried to explain this stuff to people, they would get that, you know, dissidence and this discordance. They couldn't handle what I was saying to them. Their brain just couldn't get around it. And one of those stories was the uh, concept of um, Jesus Christ surviving the the, uh, the the execution, the crucifixion, and he didn't leave the planet, he was here. And that became uh, the book uh, Da Vinci Code. And that, uh, Brown, the guy that wrote it, when he wrote that fiction, he was writing about fact that myself and a lot of other researchers were way aware of but nobody would listen to us except ourselves so i learned that if you give them give somebody a fiction they're more easily able to digest the truth and that when they put the book down they don't remember it as fiction they remember it as truth so that's why i put the 911 as a novel because the the concept that this happened is still in in I mean in the people that were especially adults um, when that happened that was one freaky day <laughs> you know everything that was a day that everything stopped and not only that but satellites recorded a super charge of electromagnetic energy on the planet at the time that was occurring. There's so much to that thing. Anyway, why did we say, why, why did 9-11 come up? Oh, because it's talking about my books. And of course, you can get the Shungite reality, but you do have to still pay for that until they rip me off. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happens is that, that you know, you publish something, um, it's going to get ripped off very, very fast. And then people are going to have it on a PDF form. I mean, I, I honestly know that if I'm interested in a book, put the title in, put PDF after it, and you'll find a PDF version of it. And most of the time it's free, but very often you'll find that it's in some kind of a website that sells these to people. So if you're thinking about writing a book for anything regarding money, don't bother. If you're writing a book to share your knowledge, then the Internet and the ability to use Amazon and these other places um, is just an awesome way to get it out there but in the end PDFs are going to be the way that people read them 
So Hey, Annika posted something in our chat. FYI, and I had forgotten. The Federal Reserve has been bankrupt since 2012. That guy told us that in the video. All funds comes from the mana world holding trust. The post office will now be receiving funds from the fund. All banks will be under the postal service. Yes, I remember that now. Thank you, Annika. And then he says, FYI, you may want to listen to this short video about the post office. And he put uh, the link to that video in here. And then Mona, Mona did, hold on, i got to go down here. Mona, I'm so excited. Bless your heart. Mona found Rand Paul slams Fauci in heated exchange over lockdowns. She found where y'all in the live chat room now, you can go and see it and hear it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you, Mona. Because there's no way I could do justice by telling you with words how that went down today. I, I'm sorry, you all who are listening to this uh, in the archive uh, on the YouTube I think if you do a, a I'll put search, it, I'll put the link down there under comments. Oh, goody. Okay, so y'all can see it. Yeah. Thank you, Annika. Yes, and thank, thank you. Thank you, thank Mona. You. Mo- both of them, right? Yeah, I yeah. love our peoples. I love them. Okay, we got 4 minutes. Either of you have anything you would like to partake or partake to Oh uh, yeah, I would like some chocolate ice cream with marshmallow and chocolate syrups on it. You always gotta oh. talk dirty, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone is interested in any of my stuff, my website is newparadigmtools.net. Thank you, and thank you for being here with us tonight. Yes, and, and I do have a link of Walt down underneath all of our YouTubes to your site. Okay. So, but it's newparadigmtools.net. So people Well, think, did Colleen get her her thing yet? What? Are you talking to me or Nancy? Walt. What are you asking me? If if you sent Colleen, your customer who lives in Oh, not Colleen. Uh, yeah, yeah, did you? Yes, did she you, got it. I, I oh, did it. she? Okay, I'll, I'll contact her tomorrow. Because uh-huh. um, Mr. Turtle was bugging me today all day to call Colleen, but I didn't want to call and bug her if she didn't have it. So that means he already knows. Yeah, evidently. Let me double check here. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, he's excited as heck about that. Wow. He's luckier than I am. He gets to have a girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's going to bring it over, and we're going to go get in my pool with hers and with Mr. Turtle, and Mr. Turtle knows this, so he's even more excited about that part. And I told her... Are you hoping asked, to have babies? <laughs> That'd That's going to be interesting. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um... I forgot my thought. Oh, well. <laughs> she's and coming it, over. To, she's bringing hers over, you said. And then... 
Yeah, and we're going to get in the pool together with the with the turtles and see what happens. I'm curious to see if anything happens with the water, like uh, turbulence in it or something, or bubbles. It was delivered May 6th, for your information. Oh, she's had it six days. Oh, that was it. I said to her, well, do you know if it's male or female yet? Because she said something to me, and I said, I would wait, if I were you, till I get it in my hands, I get acquainted with it, see what it tells me if if it's a male or female, because she was talking about naming it. And I said, you, you, do you know if it's male or female? So she's, I'll call her or contact her tomorrow, and she might know then, and I can let you know whether you made a girl or a boy. Oh, okay. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> well, you want to say goodnight to everybody? Oh, okay. Good night, everybody. Thank you for being with us. And from Dolly World, bye-bye. And how about you, Mr. Silva? Good night, everybody. Thank you, Nancy, for producing the show every week. And thank you, Dolly, for your valuable company. Thank you, everyone, for uh, spending this time with us. Have a good night, everybody. And everybody be safe out there. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.